Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> man, if y'all only knew, I think I'll tell it to you. Uh, this morning, man, started off real crazy. But it's just those little mishaps where we as people who are striving to be successful, um, that makes all the difference in the world. When you have those little minor things that come up, You can't let the minor things stop you. You've got to keep pressing forward. Now, could I have played the role of where is my car? Where is my car? Oh, where is my car? Instead of hustling and grab a cab. So what am I? Am I above a cab ride now? Or or do I have to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, I could act like a little spoiled brat, some type of star, and go, I don't ride in cabs or, Where's my car? And then go to blaming people for not having a car. Or do I make the adjustments? Because ain't like I ain't been in a cab before now. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been in a in a, in a beat up car before. Slow down. Ain't ever like I ain't never had a car and been rode a bus before. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been homeless before and ain't have nowhere to go. Slow down. So in those moments right there, always remember where you come from. But even more importantly, always remember where you're trying to go. Because it's important for me that I get here as many mornings as I possibly can. It's important because that's the goal. And so many people allow a minor things to stop them on their road to success. And I'm giving you this example today, not to say, hey, look at me, but to say to you, hey, listen to me. There are going to be a lot of things that's going to happen along your way to being successful. And if you allow the small things to stop you, there's no way you'll make it. 
you've got to always press forward and stop looking at the situation for what it is. And look, sometimes you have to take your eye off of right now and put your eye on the future. You know, God has blessed me in so many ways. I mean, what can I say? You know, I ask God for this syndicated show. He gives me a syndicated show. Now I act like I don't want to come to it. Hold on, man, slow down. Did not you ask for this? Do I not realize that there are certain people, man, who look forward to this message in the morning? I've heard it from people. So from the hundreds that I've heard it for, that could represent thousands for all I know. So if I think somebody's counting on me, I got to try to get there and give something. So today I didn't have any time at all to think about what I might say. I just walked right in and the jingle was playing. And so I decided to just tell you about my day. And maybe you can relate it to something you're going through along the way. Because no matter who you are, you're going to have some moments, man, where things are going to happen. And like I always tell my kids, and I just had this conversation with my little girl, it ain't that things ain't going to happen. It's how you handle what happens that matters. But it don't matter. It's how you handle what happens that's the determining factor on where you get in life and how soon you get there and how long you stay there. There will always be a mishap, something that's going to throw you off. There will always be something, man, that could deter you. There will be something somewhere, man, that will make you doubt it. Now that you know that's going to happen, then let's talk about how you handle what happens because it's going to happen. So now what do you do as a person when these moments come about in your life? How do you handle them? Oh, woe is me. Oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Well, if the Lord wanted me to have this, I'd have that. Do you know how many times you hear people say that? You know, man, it really irks me, man. Stop using God as your excuse. God ain't no excuse. God is a reason. He's a reason why the good happens. He's a reason. He's not an excuse. God don't have no excuses in none of his scriptures or writings. Not that I've He just don't make excuses. I would have done this, but, you know, there's a scripture that says the poor will all shall always be amongst us. Why that's got to be you? Yeah, he said the poor will always be amongst us because he know everybody ain't going to follow the principles of success. But he also said he came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. He said that too, but oh, no, you don't want to hear that because your life kind of tripping out a little bit. So now what you do with it? Now you twist it and you go to that one little scripture that say, well, the poor shall always be amongst us. Well, that's put in there because that's a, that's a just in case. See, that's a just in case y'all don't want to follow the scriptures. That's just in case you don't understand that faith without works is dead That's just in case you have not because you ask not. It's just in case you don't believe and shall not doubt. He got all that in there. But in case you don't want to do that, there is a scripture that tells you what will happen if you don't do it. And here it is. The poor shall always be amongst us. But then you get that when they say, well, I guess that's the Lord's will. Lord's will, really? 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 That's amazing. I just don't believe that about him. I don't believe that God created your life to be a life of misery. I think that we make decisions along the way that cause us to have lives of misery. But I really, really just don't believe that God created you for that. I've heard uh, Nelson Mandela speak. And, you know, you got to go, wow, all those years in prison. 
prison, man. What was it about? When you hear him speak, you understand what it was about. He said he always knew he would be free one day. Now, what he said he never knew was, he said he never knew that he would be the president of that country. Oh, my goodness. What a long way around. But he could have sat there and got involved in prison activities that wasn't up to par and things like that. And they said whenever young inmates used to come in, he was telling the story one time of how young inmates used to come into the prison. They all sit around and talk to him about what they were doing and how many kids they had in their lives. And it helped them keep track of the outside a little bit. And, and it kept a sense of time for them and reminded them to talk about what they left behind. And it kept them going because something was greater on the other side. Had he allowed that to stop him? Had he allowed the imprisonment, which is a pretty major deal, oh, by the way, then guess what? He would have never been the Nelson Mandela that we know today, a martyr, a leader, a great force. People want to go around him. Even people that imprisoned him could not understand his, his, his staunch strength, his faith, his unwavering commitment. They couldn't understand it. So things are going to happen in your life, but it's how you handle what happens that matter. So keep pushing, y'all. Don't let the little things get in the way, okay? And if you just, sometimes you just don't know. I got in the cab thinking I wasn't going to make it, but at least let's go see. Let's try. I made it. Now, guess what? That gives me another piece of information that I have. And all I, I had to see it again today. Guess what I said today? Man, sometimes when it looked like you ain't going to make it, just go ahead on anywhere. Now, I could still be back there at the hotel talking about where my car. But I got up in here, I made it. So now, what y'all going to do with it? Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is not Quiet Storm. Sounded like the Quiet Storm. This is Steve Harvey <laughs> reserving his voice because it's leaving him. I've been overworked and have decided that I've got to slow it down. So, ladies and gentlemen, this show will be ran today by two fools. <laughs> and I want to apologize for anything happening. And Shirley and uh, Carla... I want to say good luck to both of you because you are going to have a tough time controlling two fools. Uh, we Normally, need when I, here. being, you know, just ignorant, am here to provide some type of stability, but I won't be able to really? due to my voice quality. <laughs> really? Don't, Seriously? Don't, 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 don't back talk me. <laughs> Unless you want these knuckles on your lips. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Shirley Strawberry, good morning. Hey, uh, <clears throat> no, no, hello, your good morning, Steve. You ain't got to get into this. Don't even come <laughs> Hey, over Steve, here. good morning, good morning, okay, good morning. You. Carla. Hey, good morning. What's up, Kurt? <laughs> Give it to me, Junior. Morning, Unc. I ain't changing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Jay. Watch out there now. Steve Harvey. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's an after birthday voice Woo! right there. Hated birthday. Still how if you little birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy belated birthday again, thank you, thank Jay. You. Happy belated, Jay. Yeah, yeah, Jay belated, Anthony belated. Brown. 42 years old. Boy, you stop that line. I'm going with um, I'm going with 83. 83? And see, when oh, you wow. tell people you're 83, they go, man, oh, you, you look, look so good, good. for 83. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all go ahead and take it over. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Uh, no, you got to help no, out, We man. need I'm you. A- 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, still, you know, everybody go down sometimes. <laughs> it's all right, I got to protect my boys. I got shows to do today, tomorrow, all this weekend. I don't get another off day for a minute. So you need I'm waiting on an assistant who's supposed to been here with some damn throat coat. <laughs> but oh. his ass ain't here. <laughs> Did well, you, you know what? I ain't going to be saying his ass ain't here too many more times. Did you speak to the nephew? Because one time it's going to be <laughs> his ass ain't here no more. Ooh. <laughs> you didn't speak to the nephew. <laughs> I really didn't think it was necessary. <laughs> Hello, good morning, Thomas Good morning. Myers. I got you. I got you. you <laughs> you're nice. overworked, yeah. but let's be real about it. You're not underpaid. We got to <laughs> say that. You're not underpaid. <laughs> Well, represent. We got you today. Lay your throat down. <laughs> Set your throat right over there. You ever want to take? You want to take it out and run some water? Put your throat in this bag right here. We got you. <laughs> we said that years ago. When we were on the radio just in L.A. and yeah. Steve fell out. <laughs> you had to take your throat out and look just, at just it. Just run some water. Remember on it, that, man. Steve? <laughs> yeah. uh. Wow. Okay, well, how was your birthday, Jim? Oh, it was great. I'm still celebrating. Uh-huh. Still celebrating, uh-huh. man. Uh, I'm not supposed to whole, have a whole lot of cake. Uh, we had a little celebration at the comedy club, the J-Spot. It was uh, 118 comedians came. Wow, that's a lot. No, 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 no. About 340. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, that's a wide. They must have been at another club. <laughs> we'll talk more about Jay's birthday when we come back on something funny, okay? His CV had a date last night. We'll be back. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for something funny. Now, Steve, I wanted to ask you, and, and the guys as well, uh, what's the weirdest or the craziest thing you were caught doing red-handed? Something you know you weren't supposed to do, but it was crazy, though. Maybe it was something you were looking up online, or maybe it was an embarrassing moment in the bathroom you told us about when you were at, yes. your, <laughs> at your girlfriend's house one time and you had a real bad uh, explosion. Uh <laughs> So anything, something that happened during, you know, on the job. I'm I mean, I've done everything. Job. I mean, which yeah. one you want? Oh, Red handed, yeah. uh, stealing, <laughs> busted. <laughs> you under arrest. You have so Everybody many. Everybody down. Yes. I've heard all these statements in my life. <laughs> halt right there. Put your hands up. You hands up. Yeah, I've had all. Which one you want? Uh, which one of them you just want? Something funny. Shelly, wasn't none of it funny. Oh. Getting busted. Well, you. Getting busted just ain't funny, right? <laughs> well, At the time. Have you been caught butt naked on? Have you been caught butt naked? No, I ain't never been caught butt naked. Well, oh. you know, I want it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you one time, <laughs> I would. Okay. I, you know, See, I got I caught, it. I but I wanted it. to get caught. Uh-huh. Oh, what do you mean? I was at this girl's house one time. <laughs> she was at work. Uh-huh. And uh, I told her I was going to cook for her when she came in. So I got over to her house and set it all up, and uh, I cooked everything. You know, I cooked pretty good, you know. I was young, I was a young dude then. Mm-hmm. So she had a duplex townhouse, the kitchen, living room downstairs, and two bedrooms was upstairs. I decided to go on upstairs and wait for her. You know, oh. I done done all this cooking all afternoon, and uh, so I just had a trail of clothes all the way up the steps. Come on, I'm under the cover naked. Okay. Looking like new money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Showered. Yeah. I got so much baby oil on me. This was before I knew how to handle baby oil. <laughs> oh, 
Uh-huh. I had so much paper all on me, I done ruined her sheets. <laughs> Just oily. Yeah. All in my hair. Uh-huh. I had excess baby oil. I, I didn't know what I was doing then. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, she was picking up the clothes, coming up still laughing. You so crazy. Oh, you so crazy. Oh, you know, I had, you know, one sock, then another sock. Mm-hmm. You know, belt, you know, drawers. <laughs> you know, shirt, just cap. <laughs> all that placed up the steps. Uh-huh. And last thing was the drawers. She got up there, and I snatched the covers off. I'm butt naked. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I got so much oil on me. Yeah. All she said was, oh, my God, look at my sheets. Mm. I said, your sheets? <laughs> look at you all see all this laying on these damn oh, sheets? What is you talking about your sheets for? Oh. But you need to worry about rhyme with sheets. But that that's, I don't know what you're talking about. Look at all these sheets. She was so mad. Yeah. Uh Because I had baby oil on the sheets. She missed the point. Yeah. Of all the whole damn point. Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, man. So what ended up happening? Not a damn thing. She mad. Real attitude, too. About her sheets. About some sheets. Must have been sad. So I got up, you know. No, hell no. Just regular ass cotton sheet. Now I'm going down. I got to collect all my stuff all the way back down these damn steps. Ain't this about nothing. I'm putting stuff on on the stairway. So when I got to the bottom, I was fully dressed. Because I had took the stuff off strategically. So I just put it back on the same way. Got my drawers. Yeah. Yeah. My pants. My shirt. Yeah. My socks. Yeah. My shoes. By the time I got to the bottom... I just got on dress, went on and got in my car, went on home, hell. You left? Yeah, what I, What you not finna do is be mad at me all this damn time. About some steak. Yeah. What happened to the meal, you Hey, cooked? the spaghetti and the salad in the refrigerator. Oh! <laughs> got an attitude. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with you. So you, got, you put on your clothes and got in your car and went home. What happened the next day? Did you no, no, we ain't, we ain't talk for a while. Oh, okay. Then she called me. She said, so I ain't heard from you. Uh-huh. You ain't heard from me. <laughs> now, you know, she called my apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't heard from you. Because, you know, hate to tell y'all this. <laughs> Wasn't no cell phones back then. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't heard from you. I said, well, hey, well, what you, what you want to hear from me? I spent all that time cooking you a meal and all you complained about is shit. I'm sorry. Nah, hell, nah. I'm sorry, nothing. Nah. I see how you are. Nah. See, your ass crazy. <laughs> nah, I ain't finna get involved with you. Uh, so that, so was, that it. was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah, never went nowhere. Wow. Did you buy her some new sheets? No. Buy her some sheets. Wash them. <laughs> hey, what number, baby? Oh. <laughs> grease. That's kind of hard to get out. Yeah, it was though. grease, Steve. <laughs> That's kind of hard to get out. That ain't dog. It, they bed sheets. But you complain. You missed a point. Skip, thank you for cooking a meal. Yeah, all that. All this here. None of that. She was unappreciative. You know, she but laughing you know up the though. steps at the clothes. But get up there now. She, she she hit a switch so hard 
She just that damn mad about this baby oil on these sheets. I tell you what, I tell you what, I ain't gonna stop doing. I ain't gonna stop using baby oil. I promise you. I'll bet you that. I might be a little uh, a, a little rookie at it now because I'm 21. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, I'm gonna learn how to work this baby oil. <laughs> See, that taught you a lesson. Yeah, uh, well, at 61, yeah, I am a baby oil specialist. <laughs> I'm a boss, baby. Yeah. A B O S. Baby oil. Something about Baby oil specialist. It's something about you and baby oil. He just he I did I tell you about the time Carla I I had to come get him he didn't slipped and failed he butt naked in baby oil wait what no oh. you didn't tell her <laughs> oh my god Steve you didn't mention this at all yeah, this this is tell him about the time I had to come get you you didn't call because you failed and <laughs> you stand you you in a puddle of baby oil butt naked tell him about that part. So you saw him butt naked, Tommy? I didn't call him. I hollered out. (laughs) We gotta go. (laughs) Okay. Anybody uh, call him? He came over. Coming up. (laughs) Coming up next is run that prank back. More ignorance from this ignorance show. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for the king of pranks. He's in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Me and your baby getting married. What? That sounds like Me and your baby getting married. Wow, man. Yeah, yeah, your baby. That's right, that's your baby. You, are you asking for hand in marriage? I ain't asking, I'm telling you. Me and your baby getting married. Okay. <laughs> Let us know how that turns out. Uh, yeah. Run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach. I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Yes, this is he. Hey, Mr. How you doing? I'm trying. Let me let me make I'm sure um, I'm calling the right person. Your daughter is Crystal. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got the right person. Hey, listen. Uh, what I wanted to do, Mr. Richards, is call and introduce myself to you, and let you know who I was. My name is Jeff. Uh, Jeff. And I've been uh seeing Crystal. Uh, you know, pretty much like the last five to six months, and I wanted to um, let you know that I, I'm very, very interested in you. In, 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 I know this kind of crazy for you to get a phone call from me, but I'm very interested in, in Crystal right now, and I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to do the man thing and just reach out to you, man, and say I'm really interested in in, uh, in marrying your daughter. And marrying my daughter? Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on, man. What? 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 What did you say your name was again? Uh, my name is Jeff. Jeff. Okay, uh, Jeff. Jeff. Listen, I'm very close with my daughter, and my daughter has never, ever mentioned you. I talk with my daughter every day. Wow. I don't know what that's about, but it's been like about five, close to six months that me and Crystal been, you know, going out, you know, up here at the school. But what I want to do is tell you that I, I really, really, really like Crystal, man. I, uh... And I wanted to call and tell you that, you know, I'm really, really interested in marrying Crystal. You know, I mm-hmm. want, I, I really do want Crystal to be my wife. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I've never heard of you before. And my daughter has never, ever mentioned you. My daughter isn't dating anybody right now. My daughter's in grad school. I understand that. And, you know, we, you know, it, it's been, you know, we've been, you know, a little back and forth or whatever. But, you know, the main thing is me and Crystal really, you know, we really, we really do love each other, Miss. And I wanna. Um, okay, but if you love my daughter, she would have told me that she was in love with someone. 
Well, you know what? You know, and, and maybe it's a situation where Krista is like a little, maybe a little uneasy about talking to you about it. You know what I'm saying? My daughter can talk to me about anything. We talk every day. Right, right. Just, just like you, I talk to my daughter every day. Your daughter? And how old is your daughter? My daughter, 15. Hold, 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 hold on one minute, man. You said your daughter was 15. Right, right, right. Okay, well, how old are you? I'm 46. 46? You 46 years old, and you want to marry my 25-year-old daughter? Let me say this right here. Love ain't got no limit, man. And I understand, I, you know, I was a little shocked at first about the uh, the age difference between us. But you get, you know what, man? I'm more shocked than me. Okay, and I understand that. But what I'm trying to explain to you, man, is that it, it come a time, man, where you just, you just don't know what's going to happen, man. Love just, love is love, man. And you've been locked up on parole at the university on work release and met my daughter. Yeah. How long were you locked man, up? I'm going to say this, man. Crystal is just a beautiful person, man. Hold on, man. You calling me at the blue with all this shit. Look, man, I'm at work. I got a lot of work on my damn desk. And you calling me telling me you uh, uh, former jailbird wants to marry my daughter, my 25-year-old daughter? And you damn near 50, you damn near my age, you want to marry my daughter? Man, I am not trying to talk to you about this What I need to do is I need to talk to Crystal and get to the bottom of this. That's what the hell I need to do. Hey, and I understand that, Mr. You, you was probably going to want to talk to her, and, and I ain't got no problem with that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that, man, love ain't got no limit, man. It's just something that happened. Crystal loved me, I love her, and, and, it, and it is what it is. I just want to try to get your blessings on this. You can't get my blessings you lost your mind? How the hell are you jailbird gonna marry my daughter? Man, my daughter's been in private school all her damn life. She was on the dean since all four years of college, and she's going to grad school. And you gonna marry my daughter that you met on your work release? Hey, Miss, I understand that. What I'm, what I'm trying to explain to you that, you know what, man, sometimes love is right the second time around. You understand what I'm saying? What the hell you mean the second time? I got kids already. What I'm trying to say is it didn't work out with me on the first time. What I wanted to do, man, is just call you and solidify the culinary experience. Culinary? Culinary got to do with food. What the hell is you talking about? Look, 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 look. I got to talk to my daughter. I'm going to call Crystal, and I'm going to find out what the hell is going on. Because, look, man, I'm not even trying to have this conversation with you. And I, 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 Mr. Perez, I understand all that. I understand what you're saying. What I want to say to you is this right here. Crystal is 25. I, even if you don't agree with this here, we're going to elope and make sure that and we man, get back. Look here. You ain't doing a thing with my daughter unless it's my Look here, man. You ain't doing with my daughter. I don't even know your jailbird. You ain't doing I'm going to call my daughter find out who you really are. Because you've lost your if you think your old jailbird is going to be marrying my daughter, my daughter's got a future. You ain't got What the hell is wrong with you? You lost I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you, Mr. Me and Crystal getting married. That will not happen under any circumstances. No. I don't care what you think the circumstances are. Me and Crystal getting married. That's that it. Not the love I don't know who the hell you think you are. What the is wrong with you? That's what it's got to be. I got one more thing I need to say, and then me and Crystal just going to come over there and, 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 and drive down there and tell you exactly what's going on in our life right what, now. What, you, you, what, what you got to say to me? Are you listening to me? Yes, what the hell you got to say to me? I got to say this. This is 
Saturday morning show. You just got pranked by your daughter, Crystal, and her boyfriend. Oh, ain't this some <laughs> I'm outside my job. And now the people looking at me like I'm crazy. Damn, Joe. <laughs> Man, your baby girl just wanted to put a smile on your face, man. I got to ask you, what is what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey morning show. I'm going to get What y'all think? We think. You're ignorant. I said it already. You played too much. Yeah, it's time. It can happen. Now, I just want to know if I'm stupid enough. As Why do you keep the- asking us this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to know, am I stupid enough? Look, do stupid, how many times we got to call you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> you to be convinced. Hey, real quick, real quick. And you real ain't one of the trivia games. <laughs> I want to ask you this. Uh, if uh, I prank a bunch of teachers, what would you? What would be a good title for my CD? If I prank a bunch of teachers, professors, just people that work at schools, what would be a good title? Title for my CD. Why would you I do that? Teachers. I won't we'll have teachers. to answer that when we come back. Yeah, that, I don't think that's Well, when we come back, cool. Let's get out of here. Don't play with teachers. All right, well, uh, <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, you know, we just came up with some questions. We, we, You know how you love Ask Steve, and we love asking you questions. Now, this ain't uh, CEO or nothing, just regular Steve. Just some questions. random questions, yeah. Okay, all right, okay. All right. Uh, oh, oh, well, we, you could just take this one and run with it, actually. Okay. This is a Ask Steve. We're, we're going to Ask Steve. Steve, ask you know how you Steve love this. Go. Ask right, let's Steve. Let's go. There should be a level of appreciation <laughs> from uh, the upper management for the job you all have done. <laughs> but I'm looking around the room, and I don't really see nothing that special going on. Not one person. I don't really see nothing what? that special going on. So, you know, I mean, you're in here because there's a check. Uh-huh. The moment I cut these checks, I would expect none of you to come back the next day. I would come for free. And I, we I love would. what we All do. All those are lies. <laughs> we love so now, now that we've got that out the way, I, uh, I have come to the conclusion that your loyalty is attached to a check. And mm-hmm. therefore, my desires for perfection from you mm-hmm. should be reflective of that check. Okay. All right. Okay. So now, Is that fair? as you all ask your questions today, mm-hmm. I will also give you not only the answer, but the rebuttal to that. So y'all can begin anytime you like. Our meeting is open and adjourned. All right, Steve. If you had, let's see, if you made your goal $1 billion, uh-huh. would you break us off? And how much? Yeah, if I made a billion dollars and I, and I left the radio show early. Yeah, I would give y'all something. What What would that be? I probably everybody get a million. Wow. Oh, how, how yes. can, how can okay. we How can we look at your books to know that you get? What you ain't gonna do is get there and what? I don't know it. I, I need to know that you when you close to that billion. Because what I don't want is for you to get there and we don't know you got. <laughs> <laughs> We're working for years, and then he, <laughs> and then he keeps saying, well, I'm we can't, find, we can't find him. If I got a billion, I'm not getting up every morning to do the radio. So he here. So, so you know I'm there. Clue. Clue number okay. one. That's clue number one. Clue number one. And no, you can't look at my book. <laughs> and when you get like 100000 
from that billion. Holler at your bar so I can make that deposit over in there and you'll be there because I know the million coming back. You see what I'm saying? 900 million. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to get you in there. Oh, mine in ones. <laughs> we can go into the strip club. I'm going to have a little celebration. <laughs> I'm going to make it. Just know that. <laughs> okay, next question, Shirley. All right. Uh, okay, any, any, you got a question? Go ahead. What do you think you were good at, but you are actually quite bad at it? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. What do I think I was good at, but I'm actually quite bad at? Yeah. Golf. <laughs> you think you're good uh, at golf? Uh, <laughs> I hit a shot one time. I thought I was somebody. <laughs> right after that, I found out I wouldn't. Okay. Uh, golf has been a challenge for me. Uh, uh, I was I was headed to be a pretty good piano player at one point. I could have been. Oh, really? I can that, see that. Can still I can play. see that. Oh, you ain't yeah. bad at the piano. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I could have been really good at the piano, and then poverty struck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no money for lessons. So. That's oh, on my bucket man. list. I, we didn't have money for a lesson or a piano. So, piano so uh, Steve, it's time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. This is Antrip with the news, and here we go. The House of Representatives has approved a measure that gradually increases the federal minimum wage, federal minimum wage, to 15 bucks an hour over the next several years, over the next like five or six. The hike is supported by Democrats. The problem is, it's not expected to pass the GOP-dominated Senate. Uh, Senate Majority Leader has already said, Mitch McConnell already says that he's not for it. He doesn't think it would be right. Republicans generally say that increasing the federal minimum wage would force some companies to lay off some workers, and they shouldn't do that while the economy is so good. But then, of course, critics say, well, when are we supposed to do it when the economy is bad? Calls continue for New York City Mayor de Blasio to fire police officer Daniel Pantaleo. That's the white cop involved in the death of an elderly black man named Eric Garner who was simply trying to sell loose cigarettes on the street. By the way, six years ago this week, wannabe cop George Zimmerman was acquitted of all charges by an all-female, mostly white jury in the shooting death of an unarmed, innocent black teenager named Trayvon Martin, sparking a national outcry which spawned the Black Lives Matters movement. On the other hand, in Philadelphia, where no one died, officials say that 13 local cops are losing their jobs for making racist and other offensive Facebook posts. The 13 among the 72 officers placed on administrative duty recently after an online database shared more than 5,000 Facebook posts and comments. Some of the posts homophobic. Others suggested, like, taking minority suspects out back and shooting them like rabid dogs or hanging them. Besides the 13 uh, who are being let go, some other cops are being suspended for five days. Uh, 17 others more severely disciplined, uh, like suspension with the intent to dismiss. Demonstrations continue this week in Puerto Rico, uh, in New York and other places. But in Puerto Rico, protesters demanding the resignation of Puerto Rico's Republican governor, Ricardo Rosselló. A whole huge amount of recently leaked emails, about 800 pages of them, show Rosselló and his senior aides making fun of women, the disabled, the LGBTQ community, even the victims of Hurricane Maria, which hit their island. And there have been a few violent clashes during the demonstrations outside the governor's residence in San Juan. A black family in California, this never stops, okay, never stops. The black family in California says they were racially profiled at a Nike store in Santa Monica, when a white female manager accused them of stealing a mini basketball that they bought for their 18-month-old little son. Apparently, their little boy started playing with the ball, so they paid for it. And as they tried to leave the store, the woman accused them of stealing it. 
They explained that they had bought it and kept walking. She flags down a white cop who tells the family to give him the stolen ball. They show him the receipt, proving that they paid for it. They did go back into the store, though. They brought the ball back, and they demanded a refund. And they're now suing. A video of all this is on the Internet. Finally, today is National Ice Cream Day. I love ice cream, too. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When you know it's time to go back to church. It's time what? to go back to church. You, know, yeah. you know when it's time to go back to church. Okay. When you know it is time to take your butt back, back to, to church. church. Somebody need to lay hands on me yeah, right now. Jesus. Re- Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, how did I get here? When you wake up and you with somebody and you don't know their name, it is time <laughs> to <Whoa>. go back <laughs> to church. <laughs> who who <are> you? <laughs> wow. Talk about backslide. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. How long we been laying? <laughs> Why I got handcuffs on? <laughs> you got one, Juice? Yeah, you know it's time to go back to church when you wake up and there's bite marks all over your body. Mm. You can't explain none of them. <laughs> Who? I'm doing too much. I'm doing yeah, too much. You know it's time to go back to church. You know it's time to go back to church, man. When you wake up and you got her phone on. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? We were Why do I have this song? And it's backwards. <laughs> you, you, got, you got the front part in the back and the, and the back part in the front. That's a crazy visual. Jesus help me. Yeah, that's a crazy visual right there. Steve, you got one? It's time for you to go back to church when you're starting to look at your boy's grandmama and starting to feel something. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, Father God, I'm so yeah. sorry. Now. You need to go pray. Miss Gladys. Ooh, ooh, Miss Inez, girl. You did something to me. Wow. I never felt this way like this before. You know it's time to go back to church when you see spank marks on your behind and you don't know how they got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't, can't tell. Tell. Yeah. You can't tell. It's time to go back to church. Excuse me, did you, did you spank me? No, and it's a man hand. <laughs> That's pretty rough, y'all, Jack. That's pretty rough. That's Jack. pretty rough. What you got, dude? I'll tell you, there's another way you know it's time to go to church. This actually happened to me. I went the next day. When your lights, water, and gas get turned off on the same day, <laughs> you can't do nothing. Yeah, it's time to doing? go uh-huh. back to church. You know it's time to go back when you wake up and your whole chest is pierced. Oh, ouch. Yeah. And I get piercings on me. <laughs> oh, I need the Lord. Get in there. It's time to go back to church. It's time for you to go back to church. You've been arguing with this fine girl for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Trying to convince her that ain't no way y'all can be cousins. <laughs> it, it's time to go. We're not really cousins now. Come on. How now. you figure that? <laughs> It's, we about down to the fifth, the fifth. Yeah, okay. All right, more of this crazy ignorant show, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. We consulted an expert because we wanted to know the real deal. Okay, Steve is here with his breakup handbook. 
right, these are things that you <laughs> need to have in mind after the breakup. Mm-hmm. Most most of this is for fellas. Yeah, that is Because <clears throat> when we take a breakup hard, it's ugly. It's ugly out there. Now, these are things from Steve Harvey's breakup handbook. How to act when you break up. Mm. All right, now. Here's rule number one. You are allowed only one drunk dial. You know yeah, how you mean. call them up when you're drunk. Uh-huh. You only get the one. <laughs> and it sounds like something like this. Hello is me. <laughs> you know who me is. <laughs> Don't play with me. You know who me is. Don't play with my emotions. <laughs> who is me? You know you 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 know who me is. Who How many is? you get? One. You get one. You get one of them. All right. Now here's the next rule. You are not allowed to roll up on your ex just cause you see they car parked outside the club. The restaurant or church? Don't go in there. Says who? Oh, you can't do that shit. If we, if we broke up, yeah. I can't go in there if I see the car. I know she didn't hear praise the Lord. No, you can't roll up on her. Is she in there praising the Lord? No, yeah, I got something to do with church later on, but just stay that. Stay out right. You girl can't roll up on her. Hmm, okay. oh, oh, there she is. I'm going to go in there. Yeah. Oh, there he is. I'm going in there. You can't do that. Carla. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> All right, next one. Y'all's favorite spot is off limits to both parties for at least four months. That's right. nobody yeah. else over there. Yeah. Why you get to go to the spot? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. At least four months. <laughs> Keep it 100. Yeah. Here's another one. Okay. Uh-huh. Texting your favorite song to each other is off limits. <laughs> You can listen to it. You can cry to it. You can play it over and over. But you can't send it. Send me this damn song. I'm trying to move on. And I'm telling you. Now listen to this one. And you. All y'all stuff. Uh Uh-huh. All possessions mm-hmm. is collected at one time and one time only. <laughs> Anything that's left behind will be thrown away by both parties. I like that. You ain't like going to keep that. coming over here looking that's for fair. stuff. That's fair. You see my red shirt? You can't keep coming back shirt. over here. I got company you in the closet looking for your tank top. <laughs> Oh, he keeping it real. Man, uh-huh. Here's another one. He, he should know. <laughs> Here's a big one right here. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Nobody uh-huh. is allowed to talk to each other's mama. <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's a round of applause, <laughs> that's baby. Yeah. That's a good one, Steve. Leave my mama I can't be friends this. with your yeah. mama, mm-hmm. and you can't be friends with my mama. I come, come home, you sitting up there talking to my mama. mama. What the hell? Yeah. Did you hear uh, that, Lisa? That's a good one, Steve. I like it. Hey, I'm over Jones. here trying to pick up some greens, and you in here talking. Mm-hmm. Rolling your eyes when I walk in the door? Yeah. Now, here's the next one. Yeah. Okay. All parties should find a new church home. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise that's the Lord. Yes. Yeah, that's Definitely. Fair. 
Yeah, we can't Definitely. worship together. I love Pastor Wiggins. Well, you can't yeah. go there no more. <laughs> All your friends should be divided up equally, mm-hmm. except the ones you hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can have him. You yeah. can have Here's her. another one. Uh-huh. No posting of nude pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like her naked mm-hmm. or him Wait dressed up like the damn Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> That was the private. <laughs> what about? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna finish this one. I <laughs> All right, I listen. I want to know about old, old naked pictures. All right. <laughs> well, nephew, Tommy has a prank fall coming up, and uh, we'll finish out Steve's breakup rules <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, don't forget today's strawberry letter is on tap. But first, the nephew in the building with the prank phone call. Yo, does hmm. or doors for you, Shirley. Oh. But for most people, yo, does. No, what you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> talking about I knew exactly. what he was talking he about. It was never a moment of doubt for me. <laughs> <laughs> you were clear. Like, Perfectly dose? clear. Yo, does. <laughs> yo, does. <laughs> Your doors. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Paul, please. Call Virginia Senior. Probably senior. Okay, this is me. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, my name is Mark. I'm actually calling from a uh, company called Doors. Are, are you at Are you at court? Yes, correct. You guys just built that home, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm I, like I said. My name is Mark Stevens. I'm actually calling from a uh, Doors. We're actually the company that uh, supplied the doors that are actually uh, throughout your house. Okay, great. Uh, what are you calling for? Follow up. Uh, no, this isn't a follow-up. Actually, we've uh, got a couple glitches we want to try and get, get straightened out if we could find. Uh, well, here's here's the problem, sir. The problem we're having is that the contractor that actually uh, built you all's home yes. uh, has not paid for the doors. You guys have been there two and a half months, and uh, we, we can't seem to get the uh, contractor to come in and pay for the doors. Okay, uh, so you tried to call them. We've tried to call them several times, and, okay. and we have not been able to what get What number uh, do you have on them? Because if you have a good number, I can give you a number. Because I, I really don't have anything to do with that. In fact, how did you get my number? Well, actually, we had your number on file as as the homeowner, and, and that's pretty much how we had you. But the problem we're facing here, sir, is we've tried to get this guy for the last couple months, and we can't get him. So actually what's what's going to happen here in the next day or so is we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors. Hold on, wait a second. Do what? We're, we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors in your house, take them off, and bring them back here to the plant until who, we who, get. Who's going to come get all my doors? We we're going to have to get those doors until either we get a contractor or you know we get paid for the doors. Now, what could happen is you could pay for the doors. No, no, no. I already paid for the doors. That's 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 past tense. I've done that. Paid. You're saying paying. That means I got to double back. Well, sir, we haven't been paid, sir, for the doors as well. No, no, no. The contractor was paid for the doors. So that's who pays you. Okay. And and what I'm trying to explain to you, sir, we haven't been paid at all here at Doors. Now, when oh, we paid, oh, oh, okay. Well, at Doors, they should have received a check from my contractor. Okay. And, and what I'm explaining to you, sir, is that that hasn't been done. So since you have not been paid, you're going to come back and get my doors. Now, you said we. Now, who's all this? You and who are me going to come sure, to my like, like, Here's the problem here. Like no, I said, no, no. There ain't no problem. We're going we're gonna to resolve this very peacefully. But who, who is we? Okay. So what's taking place here at my job is they've taken this money out of my check that hasn't been paid for the doors. Oh, yes. I can understand that. But why would they take it out of your check? You did the man hours. You did, you've done your work. 
Well, I, don't I understand that, sir, but since the company hasn't been paid, the company is taking it out on me, and it's not going to come down on me. So either I'm going to get the doors. Well, you need to quit your job because they, they need to give you a, uh, not just give you a bonus, but give you some hourly work because bottom line is you're talking about coming to get my doors. No, that's not going to happen. Either we resolve this peacefully as if you pay for it, or I come out and get the doors. And I'm not finna sit here and go back and forth. You need to go ahead and come get these doors. Gas up and come get these doors because you're not going to come and get I'm not going to send you no money. Okay, sir, then, then, then what we need to do is get a scheduled time where I can come out and get all the oh, doors. So I'm on your time. I'm sorry? I'm on your time now, so you got you must be paying me now since I'm on your time. What are you talking about? Because you're talking about you're going to set up a time with me. That means I have to leave and do what I do to be me, you here to get something that don't belong to you, which is my door. Sir, you don't have to be there at all. Cause I'm going oh, no, to come in and take the front door off, and I'm going to keep, keep moving through the house and get all the doors and get them back here to the plant. I don't think you hear yourself. Now, first and foremost, how you when you come to the front door, I'm going to be there waiting on you as you as – you, Take it off the latch. I'm going to be on your behind making sure you realize you're going to have to take this door or take this And I'm, think, I'm pretty sure that will be coming to you when you get that first door. Sir, I can't keep going back and forth with you. Let me say this to you. I'm coming to get them doors even if I got to take a because I got to get my money back from the company that they done took from me because your damn contractor did not pay for the damn doors. Hey, you better hey, bring your, your tone down when you talk to me. You talking to a girl. Man, I, I'm going to put this on you. I am not going to allow you to come to my house and take these damn doors, and you ain't coming to get no money. Bottom I'm coming line. to get them doors, and I'm coming to get them today. I need every come on door. Now. What time you coming? Because I want to be prepared when you come back with these doors. Because I, I, I make sure, please, what, what time you coming? Don't, don't worry about when I'm coming. You'll know when I'm there when I take the first door off the hinge. Every door, we're going to meet at that door. I'm going to whoop that and tell you what, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you a dollar Whooping. Now take that check. You can make ten seventy five. Whooping or not, I'm gonna take that whooping if that's what it takes. But I gotta take these doors so I can get my I money what back. I need man. You to do. Next time, get your damn money. Stop. Get a job that pays you better for this whooping. You gonna get in fed well. I'm not, no, sir. I'm not gonna keep going back and forth with you about you whooping my. You gotta go back and forth. That is the end. Bring your over here, take that whooping, and take it on home. Okay, but I'm bringing them doors too. Every door Play. in that house. You should have been called a contractor. You should have been called a contractor. you stealing doors from, door, from, from my damn company. Well, now I'm telling you what you need to be calling them. He got your I'm money. I'm coming to get every door you got in that Bring house. Bring me that number. I tell you what, you know what I'll do? i just wait yeah. till you go to work. Bring, Bring me the number right week, now. I'll just come in there and get them doors while Bring your ass is gone. You, Junior. Oh, wait, wait a second. Now, I just told you, you ain't coming to get no doors. I just got you telling you this. Junior, get it from your mama. Bring I'm coming to get them doors, and you know what else I'm coming to do? What? I'm coming to tell you who I am. You Do you know who I am? Yeah, more <laughs> so I know who you are, so you walk your up here, I make sure I introduce myself. You want to come get a <laughs> door, where the I come get these doors, then, if you're that bad. That ain't, that ain't really who I am. Well, who are you? I am Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your wife, Faith. Hey, that's why that's she didn't bring the damn number. Oh, you gonna get it when I get downstairs. <laughs> oh, brother, you got me. You know, I'm a, I'm a typical Negro. I got one of the red doors. You know, when you get the red doors, you're doing something. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I gotta ask you, man. Paul, what is? What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, Steve Harvey <laughs> Show. 
Cousin Charlie. I was over here just praying, man. Faye don't bring that number in there. <laughs> but all I heard was all this moving, so I'm thinking they're they looking for it, but they down there probably on the floor giggling. What y'all think about that? Ignorant, <laughs> as always. Uh, you know what we think about it. Well, you ain't got to ask, keep asking us. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm keeping stupid relevant. That's all I want to do. You never have to ask that question. Okay. Because it's always going to be yes. Yeah. Well, you could actually stop saying keep stupid relevant <laughs> and just say keeping yourself relevant. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead and yeah, claim, name myself. it and claim yeah. it. <laughs> name it and claim it. I got it. All right, y'all. In case you missed it earlier, there is a summer soiree going down in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. WDAS Summer Soiree, hosted by yours truly, me, nephew Tommy. I will be there at the Grand Ballroom at 3801 First District Plaza in Philly. It is the same weekend. What a coincidence, right? As the Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated Conclave is going down in Philly. So all my brothers is coming to the Conclave. Come hang out with your boy Friday night in WDAS as we have the Summer Soiree. The very next day, I'm on a plane. I'm headed to what? Saginaw, Saginaw, Michigan. Huntington Event Park at Dow Event Center. 7 p.m. It jumps off. And then, you never know, Shirley and Carla might show up August the 30th and 31st, Labor Day weekend. Bethesda Blues and Jazz (laughs) Supper Club. Two Friday, two Saturday. On drums, we have Carla Farrell. And over there on percussions and, oh, I'm sorry, saxophone is the one and only Shirley Strawberry. Come see my my band, come see the supper. Uh, Junior in the back cooking. Uh, <laughs> Jay is the maitre d. Y'all come on out. But there's the blues out. and jazz supper club. The nephew will be in town Labor Day weekend, Friday and Saturday. Tickets on sale right now. All right, thank you, nephew. Thank you, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, right now it's time. Wait, hold on, Tommy. Right now it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you want our advice, all you have to do is submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All right, nephew, let's go. Just like this one. Here we go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Subject, I have tried, but I'm not being satisfied. Dear Steve and Miss Strawberry, I have been dating my boyfriend for over a year, and I love him so much. We hardly ever argue or fight because we live an hour away from each other. So when we are together, we make the best of our time. We do everything together except one big thing. When we do see each other, I always find a way to avoid having sex with him. He is very handsome, but when it comes to the bedroom, he just doesn't have it. I hardly ever get in the mood with him. He doesn't complain much, but I can tell he gets frustrated. Sometimes I just lie there and fake moan and lie about how good he is in bed. He said it makes him feel good when I give him feedback. I feel bad for saying this, but he is lacking in the packing. I blame Steve because I waited for six months. Uh, It's right there in (laughs) bold print. I blame Steve because I waited for six months before we were intimate just to later find out that the sex is bad. I often find myself thinking of a man from my past while I'm intimate with my boyfriend. His friends have been giving me hints that he is going to propose to me soon, so I just want to know what can I do to make our bedroom life better so I can marry this good man and live happily ever after. Is this even possible? Please help. I don't want to deal with this every night. 
you pretty much answered your own letter your your own letter when you said I don't want to deal with this every night happily ever after I mean yeah that's possible in fairy tales and this is real life this is not a fairy tale I don't want you to marry this man just out of obligation or just because he asks you you have to marry him because you love him and you guys think you can make a future together and have a great life together not because of some obligation you feel toward him but you lie to him to make him feel good what about your feelings why can't you tell him in a nice way what you need in this relationship if you're going to marry him steve she's mad at you <laughs> go ahead because she mentioned your name <laughs> how the hell you yeah. blaming steve for? <laughs> I knew said, it. hold on wait a minute steve. i knew it i knew oh, it <laughs> what you blaming steve for? because <laughs> you made her wait she says uh, yeah. okay well, six months on you know, ain't nobody told you what to wait on. <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. I've tried, but I'm not being satisfied. You know, how many letters we get from women who just upset because they dude ain't packing. He ain't bringing it. You know how many times we've had this letter? Shirley? Uh, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, what? Yes. What are you doing while yes. I'm doing <laughs> See, I be paying attention to you. No, you ain't going to drift off while I'm doing this. I'm sorry I did. You know, you know but you're going to do it like I'm the dude in the letter. <laughs> you just bored now. I know. You just off trying to occupy your mind with your ex. <laughs> yeah. You all on Instagram. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm focused, Steve. I'm focused. Been dating for over a year, and you just love him so much. Mm-hmm. They don't ever argue or fight because they live an hour away from each other. So when we get together, they just make the best of their time. We do everything together except one big thing. When we do see each other, I always find a way to avoid having sex with him. He's very handsome, but when it comes to the bedroom, he just don't have it. Well, I think one of the reasons he ain't having it is because you keep avoiding him. The man can't practice. That could be one thing, but let's read deeper. I hardly ever get in the mood with him. That cause he don't know nothing about foreplay. See, getting in the mood is foreplay. See all this stuff y'all doing, going shopping and all this here. Y'all need to be doing something that can work towards the culmination of the evening. Make your afternoons a little bit more special. He doesn't complain much, but I can tell he gets frustrated cause sometimes I just lay down. And I fake moan and I lie about how good he is in bed. He said it makes it feel good when I give him feedback. I feel bad for saying this, but he's lacking in the packet. Well, see, you fake moaning. What are you mumbling about? He say he feels good when he gets feedback. Stop lying to the man. Thank you. See, you are, uh, uh. He think he's really doing something. Oh, Lord. Change that to this hill. To what? Sucking her teeth? Yeah, do that one time. Like she's bored of her yeah. mind? <laughs> Why he doing it? Paint your nails. Oh, God. <laughs> Reach over on the nightstand. Get some water. <laughs> Check your emails. Text your mama. Call your girlfriend. That's how you yeah. let him know he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> he's on the phone while he's doing Oh, Call no. your mama. <laughs> you going to church this Sunday? Yeah. Check your calendar. <laughs> Paint your nails. Why are he doing it? Why are he doing it? Take that fitted sheet and fit it back on one of the corners. 
because they always come so, off. So she's no. up out of the bed now. You know, because that's when you really ain't doing it. She just got up and started straight yes. in the bed. Just why he in there, start making up Take the bed with him in it. Oh, my God. Take that finish sheet, put it back on that coat. That's the first thing that come up. <laughs> All right, Steve. I got uh, more who we call. Yeah, we're going to have part two of Steve's response <laughs> when we come back at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. I have tried, but I'm not being satisfied yeah, is the subject. you ain't being satisfied. Because homeboy ain't got it. Mm. He don't do what he supposed to do. Now, you all in here just laying that fake moaning. You lie about how good he is. I said, he said to make him feel good when he give him feedback. And I told you some stuff you can do. Uh, you say, but he's lacking in the packing. Then the line right after that is, I blame Steve. <laughs> Let's get to it, finally. Blame you. you blame you? I blame Steve. It's your fault. Because I waited six months uh-huh. before we were intimate mm. just to later find out that the sex is bad. Well, mm. waiting six months, six weeks, or six years ain't the reason the sex is bad. And it ain't because I told you to wait on it. You can't blame me. And you said. For little days. fella's inability to perform and what? bring the heat. Because if he knew me, you wouldn't be in this damn letter. <laughs> if he did what Uncle Steve did, this wouldn't even be a damn letter. You would be somewhere trying to catch your breath, pull yourself together. You'd be somewhere calling in to work. <laughs> and you said 90 days, just to be clear. Not I don't give months. a damn. I put pressure on people. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Steve was in the pressure-bringing biz. Uh, your eyes up in the back of your head somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I don't hurt nothing. Mm-hmm. I make all four of the corners come up off the sheet. <laughs> Fitted sheets, all four of the corners. That, that's up. a lot of work. Now. But she's come still on. in there. She's not up fixing the bed, making the bed. Hell no. You in there trying to climb out. <laughs> I have you looking like Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor when Dave Chappelle was cracking on his mama and he tried to climb out that booth. That's what I had you right, doing. Right. I had you sitting in the barber chair spinning yourself around. <laughs> huh? <laughs> That's what I was doing. I done actually had sparks coming off the sheet from where my toes were slipping off, getting traction. You don't understand me. Really? <laughs> I blame Steve. If your man was me, you wouldn't have this damn letter. <laughs> How do you I really you feel about yourself? I had on the headboard somewhere. You got it going on, huh, Steve? Girl, Shirley. Uh... Shirley, listen to me, girl. You know what I'm doing here? You heard a lot of things about me on the internet, but you ain't ever heard that. He's lacking. <laughs> that ain't been out there. They can't even put that out there. <laughs> they know good and hell well. Uncle Steve ass is pregnant. Yeah. Uh... I had you somewhere. Tommy, I don't need no help from you. <laughs> What is he doing? He's on no, the fake moaning. Fake moaning. Fake moaning. He ain't doing nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, yeah, he sound like a man, so it don't sound good at all. <laughs> Somewhere, man, all the stuff I done done in my life. Yeah. I'm talking about you blame Steve. Could have yourself in a real relationship if you knew what I knew. Somewhere looking for oh. water bottle. 
Looking for what? Be looking for water bottles. Why do you need? What's the water bottles for? Set up in here, just thirst. Dehydration. You don't even understand the stuff I'd have had. I'd had people bring lunch coolers. or igloo was set on side of bed. Igloo. I ain't trying to go nowhere. Just let me get. I'm no igloo. The little cooler. The cooler. The cooler. I done had them bring a cooler in there because I don't want to go nowhere. But just let me get a sandwich or something. Thought he was in Alaska. You talking about a snack. I know. Oh, no. You're going to be in here a few days. I don't need your help, Junior and Tommy. Uh, okay. Tell you no more about what I'm doing to Strawberry Night. <laughs> well, she's Take mad y'all at two you. little rookies, you two little rookies, <laughs> sit over here and learn yourself something. <laughs> so you can better do your, uh, what's your little segment, Junior? Um. Uh, just in case. Yeah. Just, well, be just in case. <laughs> well, well, okay, Steve. So, what should she tell? What does she need to tell him to do? Give- First of all, you can't marry him. Small packages can't have love. Unless, well, tell us, Tommy. Do you I, hey, him? hey, no, Uh-oh. I'm not in that. <laughs> I'm not in that. You I'm just right asking. That well, well you the one yeah, said that small packages can't get I'm love. I'm just asking like for this man. You? I'm talking about this man that's on. No, this I'm page. just saying. Did Shirley didn't it sound like he was offended. It sounded like it to me. Did it sound like that? It's just bad timing. Bad timing. That's what I'm saying. It sounded like you were speaking up for a certain group of people. Yeah, I would just. That's that's all right. So give him some advice, Steve. Seriously, now. Give who some advice? Both. Yeah, she she needs to know what to tell. (laughs) I mean, really, she's got to do something. You need to help your man get to this point because you are in love with him and he's a good dude. So you got to do some things. Yeah. Now you might have to be one of them people, one of them women. You might have to get a suitcase. Us. What do you mean? Is, is she going somewhere? No, that little trunk they keep under the bed, the one that's in the closet. Oh, the gadgets. Oh. Time to open it up. Oh, it's oh. the gadgets in oh. there? And maybe you have to have him, uh-huh. him be well-versed in these gadgets. Oh, he oh, got okay. to control everything. See, and then you, you get what you want from him. Mm-hmm. What he? And he happy. <laughs> it doesn't matter to him. It's her. He didn't write the letter. She did. No, see, he happy. Yeah. We'll come right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we need you again. Uh, it's time for Right or Wrong with your nephew and uh, Junior. I don't so really care. you need right, to be the I'm judge. Here. I'm here. <laughs> Introduce him. No Ladies and gentlemen, this is Right or Wrong. This is where decisions get made, things have complicated. <laughs> measures, things that are discussed, debatable issues come to the forefront and I make a decision as to who's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Tommy is always the one who wants to know whether he's right or wrong. Now, so far, it has been a 90% (laughs) chance that he has been wrong. (laughs) Well, I think 10% of the time I have agreed with him, but 90% of the time. So go ahead, Tommy. Now, listen, I told him if two vegetarians mm-hmm. is arguing, they beefing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a pound. You know what I'm saying? I love it, yeah. nephew. Yeah. There's some meat in there yeah. somewhere. Yeah. If two vegetarians <laughs> is arguing, they beefing. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Two out of three. You're right today. on that, Tommy. Two out no. of three, Tommy. No. Yeah. And if and Tommy, if two meat eaters is arguing, then they just juice it. <laughs> <laughs> See? Mm. 
We from the same Wow, place. Steve. But I think Chinese people say us a fool. Us a fool. Stop. You've been warned. Bring this up to you last night. Okay. But I just want you to have this now. Oh, I just asked a question. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah. He's trying to fix it. He's trying to fix it. Yeah, you have been warned. But I'm just saying, us a fool. I know. I heard you. We heard you the Uh first three times. Also, that's just how you say USA. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. That's what I was just saying. Chinese people, instead of saying, when they eat our food, they go, that's USA. Uh Yeah, you want some us. Which is USA. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. I can tell you I can tell you this because you ain't gonna be able to hang up on me. You listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Junior, if you jog backwards, you gain weight. Huh? <laughs> Where you get that from? Well okay. you only lose when you running forward, right? <laughs> huh. hmm. yeah. Where you get that from? Okay. okay. Well you I jog- was with you for two. You I was with but you for explain two. this yeah. then, Tommy, if we're gonna go with that theory. Mm. You jog forward every day, still fat. <laughs> Explain. It blows it. Yeah, Explain that. I'm hanging up on you. Oh, well, let me ask you a question, Tommy. Is Dark Vader a black man or a white man? Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody's in that damn suit. <laughs> it's James Earl Jones. <laughs> I am Dark Vader. I am your father. <laughs> Which is very good, I might add. <laughs> Okay, so what have we learned? What have we learned? Girl, what have we learned? Tommy don't need nothing. to be thinking by itself. At <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here's how to get into the mood in advance to make sex more amazing. Don't look bored like you what? already know this, Steve. Okay, like you don't need any help in this area. Look at all the guys in the room like this. Yes, yes, like they could have written of this. all the stuff about me, well, you I ain't heard nobody talking about You know what, he ain't hey. <laughs> Okay, first of all, get in the mood. Time to start thinking about what's going to turn you on later. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get in the mood. You start thinking about what's going to turn you on later. Okay, say it's Mm -hmm. now. You know, when we get off, you start thinking about it now. So by the time we get off work and you get home. All you got to do is tell me. (laughs) (laughs) They pulled the wrong picture. Tell you what. If you you mention it. Hey. We're going to do something when we get home. (laughs) Bam. That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. For any man, oh, that's enough. so easy. Man. Stop, no. every, stop everything you're doing, won't you? Promise me something. <laughs> yeah. You know what's been turning me on lately? Uh-huh. I've the... been catching her ironing, and I don't know what it is when I catch her ironing. <laughs> I, I just, boy, when I catch her ironing, it, it, just, it happens yeah. right there at the ironing board. Get on. Because them kids don't really come in the laundry part of the house. Boy, we be right there in that iron you know, boy. Boy, can't hold weight. Nah, I man, I like, I like, I like when we walking up the steps and I'm behind. Her. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, ironing is not sexy. Yeah. Sir, so you, at, boy, when my baby lean over and be ironing, God, uh, that is the greatest thing in the world. Now I be like you know bringing what? clothes. Anybody at my house? Can you iron once, once I take one of these up. pills, it's on. But they cost. <laughs> Forty-five damn dollars. Yeah, do we have to hear about this? I'm going down. Do we have to hear about these pills every time? I'm going down, shit. <laughs> the cost.
cost of the pill. <laughs> all of that. Every time. Every single time. Yes. <laughs> okay, so here's another here's another tip. So, you know, when you're thinking about it early, start texting. Because it takes mm-hmm. women a little longer. Yeah. We're Texting not as ready, set, go as you guys. So it takes us a long time to warm, you know, longer time to warm up to get where you guys already are well, and you have know what? been. I have another problem with that because I'm such a bad speller. And then I text, I'm going to tear that grass up. And you. <laughs> <laughs> Like um, like oysters, things like that. You yeah. know, things, oh, foods that? that say that they're aphrodisiac. Yeah. Well, they don't eat Doritos. Yeah, yeah, they don't want you to eat. Food you learn the hard way because Cool Ranch on your breath <laughs> yeah. is not cool. Exactly. It smells a lot that's like not. a ranch, <laughs> but it's cool is aph. It, your breath do smell like a wrench, but ain't nothing cool about That's exactly what they say, Don't eat Steve. Doritos, dog. Avoid foods that cause bloating and bad breath. That's exactly what they and say. And cigars are not helpful. No. At all. At all. No. 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 Boy, you don't know how many times. <laughs> but you love look. your cigars. Yeah, but you know, I know, you know. So what do you do, gargle? Well, before I go to bed, gargle. Uh-huh. I, have to, I have to brush First of all, I have to wash my mustache. <laughs> oh, really, Steve? Yeah. And I got an incident through the rinse cycle. My lips is a whole nother separate bath. <laughs> my lips is a whole separate so, bath. You got to so, put your lips so in the lip the, sink, right? Yeah. yeah. That's then bad. I got to brush my teeth with toothpaste. Okay. Then mm. I brush them with Listerine. Okay. Wow. Then I rinse with Listerine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And right. then, you know, I go eat something cool and refreshing yeah. like a mint. But don't come in there at all. With cigar breath. No, because I, mm-hmm. I actually live with a bloodhound. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. About these man boots, man boots, man boots. I got these man boots. See them best when my shirt is tight. Bouncing, Dig a secret needs an M cup. That's a man boot size. Eating late, don't exercise. Then your big ass lay down. You know them well What they are So does everybody else Your teaching needs some rock 
talking about these man boobs. Man boobs. Man boobs. Man boobs. I got these man boobs. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When you know it's time to go back to church. It's time what? to go back to church. Uh, yeah. You know when it's time to go back to church. Okay. When you know it is time to take your butt back, back to, to church. church. Somebody need to lay hands on me yes, right like now. Jesus. Re- Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, how did I get here? When you wake up and you with somebody and you don't know their name, it is time <laughs> to <Wow>. go back <laughs> to church. Wow. Who, who are you? <laughs> Talk about backsliding. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. How long we been laying? <laughs> Why I got handcuffs on? <laughs> you got one, Junior? Yeah, you know it's time to go back to church when you wake up and there's bite marks all over your body. Mm. You can't explain none of them. Who? I'm doing too much. I'm doing yeah, too much. You, you know it's time to, to go back to church. You know it's uh-huh. time to go back to church, man. When you wake up and you got her phone on. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? We were Why do I have to song? And it's backwards. <laughs> you, you, got, you got the front part in the back and the, and the back part in the front. That's a crazy visual. Jesus help me. Yeah, that's a crazy visual right there. Jesus, you got what? It's time for you to go back to church when you're starting to look at your boy's grandmama and starting to feel something. Kind of <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Miss Gladys. Ooh, Miss Inez, girl. You done something to me. Wow. I never felt this way like this before. You know it's time to go back to church. When you see spank marks on your behind and you don't know how they got there. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't tell. Yeah. You can't tell. It's time to go back to church. Excuse me, did you, did you spank me? No, and it's a man hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty rough there, Jack. That's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. What you got, dude? I'll tell you, it's another way you know it's time to go to church. This actually happened to me. I went the next day. When your lights, water, and gas get turned off on the same day. <laughs> you can't do nothing. Yeah, it's time to doing? go uh-huh. back to church. You know it's time to go back when you wake up. And your whole chest is pierced. Oh! <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. And I get piercings on me. Who <laughs> I need the Lord. Get in there. It's time to go back to church. It's time for you to go back to church. You've been arguing with this fine girl for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Trying to convince her that ain't no way y'all can be cousins. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's time to go. We're not really cousins now. Come on. How now. you figure that? It's, we about down to the fifth, the fifth. Yeah, okay. All right, Steve, coming up, closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve. Last break of the day for this beautiful Friday. Take us into the weekend with some lovely, inspiring closing remarks. Let's go. All right, um, I chose this one today because... Um, I think it's important for people to uh, understand this. You know, uh, comparing yourself to other people's success is very dangerous because it puts you in a position 
of never really paying close enough attention to where you are. It's not, you should not rate your success on the success of other people. I'll tell you why. Let me give you a saying that's in a proverb. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a proverb. Success isn't how far you got, but the distance you traveled from where you started. Listen to me. Success isn't how far you got, but the distance you travel from where you started. See, some people don't know how to measure their success. If you keep putting it up against somebody else, somebody else may have been doing it longer than you. Somebody else may have another gift or talent than you. If you're always comparing yourself to somebody else, you're going to come up short, and you'll never really realize that you, too, have your own level of success, and you should relish in that. You should be proud in that. You should show gratitude in that. But if you always looking at what somebody else is doing, you ain't going to ever be happy with yourself. And that's a miserable position to put yourself in. Success is not how far you got, but the distance you travel from where you started. You've heard old people say in church, I ain't where I want to be, but I, I thank the Lord I ain't where I was. See, you got to look at it like that. You got to constantly take inventory of your life that way. That's why I say all the time, listen to me. Life is not a game. It's a contest. See, if you look at life as a game, if I looked at life as a game and I look at Oprah Winfrey or Tyler Perry and I look at how much money they make, then it's a game and I consider them winning. If I consider Oprah winning or Tyler winning, then guess what? I must be losing. I must be losing. Because I'm not where they are. So if life were a game, games have winners and losers. You can't look at life like that. That life, that life ain't filled with winners and losers. If I look at where I started and I look at where I've gotten to, I win. That's why I say life ain't a game. Life is a contest. See, a contest is different. You ever been to the fair? Everybody can get a blue ribbon at the fair. You just got to get in your right category. Somebody get the blue ribbon for biggest squash. Somebody get the blue ribbon for best syrup. Somebody get the uh, best best canned corn. Somebody get a blue ribbon with the best sheep. Somebody get a blue ribbon with the fattest hog. Somebody get a blue ribbon for making the best apples. So just get in your lane and get your blue ribbon. Quit tripping because you ain't winning against somebody else. Life ain't a game. It's a contest. Everybody can get their own blue ribbon. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. If I keep looking at Oprah Winfrey, man, I might be sad for a long time. Man, I mean, so if I look at my life from where I started from, from stuttering, from flunking out of school, from losing everything I've owned twice, from being homeless, and where I'm at now, I'm a success. If you look at your life, let's just look at your life, where you started from. Say you got a supervisory position down at the post office. You a success. What about when you wasn't working at all and now you drive a truck? But remember when you didn't have no job? Remember when you know your brother says it? You working. You a success. You a success, man. Because life ain't a game. It's a contest.
The only person you in it with is yourself. You ain't in it with Oprah and Tyler. They, they in a whole nother lane. They in another category. St- get in your category. Get your blue ribbon at what you can get a blue ribbon in. Life is not a game. It's a contest. You can blue ribbon in any category. You can come up with the sweetest sugar. You can come up with the best haircut. You can come up with the best mowed lawn. You can come up with the prettiest tractor. You can go down there with the biggest pumpkin. Just go get your blue ribbon in life, man. Stop competing against other people. Success ain't how far you got. It's the distance you travel from where you started. Those are my closing remarks. Oh, drop the mic, baby. Drop it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Out of here. I got to get dropped my shit. You dropped the mic. That's it. You dropped the mic. It's really silverware. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know y'all heard that. I started to. <laughs> so Steve, how do you how do you come up with these? these I just things? I just think of my life. Mm-hmm. All the lessons I've learned. I've learned all these lessons. I got 61 years of grinding and hustling. And in my 61 years of grinding and hustling. I've recorded lessons in my mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think, man, that if I share them with people, mm-hmm. like I'm trying to come out with this app where I can share it with people, where people can take these, and I'm going to give it a real catchy name. But How about Peep This? You like that one? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Let me drop this on you. You don't like that one? No, I don't. Let me holler at you. <laughs> See, why? How about Listen Up? Hey, how about this one right here? How about have yourself a great weekend? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Peace. I like that. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 